0: Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Amoff-Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Adam here. and Welcome to the smart business show. Today, we have a very special guest who's going to be teaching us how to hit 10 to 50 K months organically. So I'm excited to bring her on. Saba, glad to have you with us. She's the CEO of Brands That Sell. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Adam. I'm so stoked and excited to be here. I love doing these these interviews, providing value to your audience. So yeah, just like what you're saying, I'm the founder of Brands That Sell. So basically, I'm a business coach. That helps support other online entrepreneurs coaches consultants agency owners basically whoever wants to grow by creating an unforgettable brand online organically so really excited to share all the juicy strategies of how you guys can do that too
0: yeah absolutely and i think what's so awesome is that you know uh, a lot of entrepreneurs when they're starting they don't have a lot of capital and a lot of people think in order to hit you know months beyond 10 20 30k you need to do paid advertising which is a strategy if you do have the resources, but you figured out how to do it organically. So if you can yeah. just kind of share your story that has kind of led you up to this point, um, just so that our listeners can have some context to like how you got here, that would be awesome. And then we'll dive into some content.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'll give the backstory because that really did lead up to what I'm doing right now, all you know, helping people grow organically. So basically I got in, I got into like the entrepreneurial world when I was 19 years old, still in college. So I was a sophomore and basically what happened was I coincidentally met my mentor when I went to listen to him speak just for extra credit for one of my classes. <laughs> so I was an overachiever. I was like, okay, let me get some extra credit. But I like hated speakers back then. So you know, when my mentor came into the room, I was like, this is going to be the most dreadful talk ever, <laughs> right? Little did I know, he basically shared his own story, and he was looking for interns for his company. And back then, you know, once again being the overachiever that I am, as a sophomore, I wanted an internship. So. Basically, I got the internship and I start to work alongside his company. And that's where I really start to learn a lot about branding, marketing, PR. I would, you know, fly across the country, go to red carpet premieres, events, work with high level entrepreneurs um, like John Lee Dumas, Kevin Harrington, Jeff Hoffman. And basically, as I was doing that, I was documenting and sharing my story online on Instagram, Facebook, and people start to see me as that college student going after, you know, her dreams of becoming an entrepreneur. Um, so I did that for about a year and a half and I started to grow my audience. And So at that point, I was like, okay, what can I do to really amplify my brand? And that's where I wrote my book um, at the age of 20. I wrote and published that in 30 days. It hit best sell on Amazon and that was the first ever product that I sold online. Um, and then shortly after that, when I was 21, my last year of college, that's when I actually got to um, start my agency back then, where I was doing social media management, helping people grow on social media. Did that for about eight months, and then didn't really like didn't really like the structure of an agency. Um, I'm much more of a people person, so I transitioned to coaching, and I basically got into my business by people coming to me asking for help on how are you growing your audience, how are you creating content, how are you able to actually attract people to you. And one thing that I didn't realize back then that now I realize is because I was showing up online without a real agenda of selling anything when I first got started, people really loved my energy and my personality. So now when I work with my clients, you know, we really try and figure out, okay, what's that unique factor, what I call your unforgettable factor that we can extract out of you and start to put into your marketing. So it's not like, um, a product. It's more like, let's work together to try and find that transformation for you too.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think there's something special about marketing without an agenda. And it's like people can sense that, right? And so I think to be able to put content out there and be able to attract people without that is 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 awesome. So that's what you've really kind of mastered, right? You've kind of mastered this attraction content marketing side of things. Tell us about these, these three phases of, of organic because it's not just attraction content to hit 10 to 50K months. There's a little bit more beyond that. Talk us, uh, talk to us about the different levels of, of organic.
1: Yeah, for sure. So this is really going into the actual, like this is going into real strategy. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys. Um, so basically the way I love to describe organic marketing, once you get clarity in your brand and your foundations, and basically when I say brand and foundations, that's like your message, your offer. you're targeting um you know what's the problem that you're helping them solve once you have clarity in that then you're going into the three phases which is basically build nurture and convert so the first phase that you're going through is build um the mistake that i see a lot of people doing is okay i'm going to start to you know grow organically online they create a lot of content maybe really good content but it doesn't convert because they don't have their ideal clients on their profile. So in the build phase, um, a few things that I help my clients do to actually bring their ideal clients on their profile is getting yourself interviewed on different media publications, podcast shows, Facebook groups, um, getting publications on actual, you know, news stations, online publications, um, newspapers, radio shows, whatever relevant to you right now. Um, and then also which we'll talk about a little bit later more in detail is collaborations and partnerships. So, so you're basically placing yourself in front of an audience that's already established in there and they are your ideal client. Um, from there, they're gonna resonate with you, your message, what you have to offer, have to offer. They're gonna come onto your personal profile. That's when you go into the second phase, which is structure. Creating really focused. Oh, good
0: I want to I I I jump back to the build. Phase. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this is so key because a lot of times, uh, you know, entrepreneurs can launch something and go, what's wrong with me? I have all these followers, but nobody's buying my stuff. And it's like, yeah, but you have, you don't, know, you have the right followers. Right. Yeah. And I love that you help your clients build the audience that's mm-hmm. relevant to what they're selling. So keep going. Mm-hmm.
1: I yeah. That. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so yeah, once you do that build phase, then you get into nurturing. So it's not just about you know throwing up a piece of content, but it's really understanding where your ideal clients are at and meeting them emotionally to that point. So having really structured content, whether it is written, doing a video, a reel if you're on Instagram, um, you know a training, whatever that looks like for you, focused content will allow you to have your ideal clients raise their hand in the comments or come to you directly through like your Facebook messenger or on Instagram. Um, And a lot of people sometimes um, don't really realize how powerful content can be because they're like, you know, I know you guys can't see me on camera, but it's like surface light, surface level content. It's like very generalized, there's no emotion, there's no pain, there's no experience, there's no story. So one thing that I do when I'm producing specific content pieces is going back in my journey, trying to find where I was in that pain point my consumer is at right now and sharing that story and that transformation. Um, Because when you can meet someone where they're at, show them the transformation that you went through and where you're currently at right now, it shows them it is possible. Right. If you're just showing like, Hey, look at me now I'm on stage, you know, I'm traveling, I'm doing all the things, but they didn't see where you came from. It's not possible for them because they can't connect with you there.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. And I think also too, it's, there's a saying that says, it's not just what you learn, but who you learn from. And that goes back to, you know, thinking like, okay, I want to learn from somebody who's been where I'm at. Right. Who knows where I'm going, like who, who is now where I want to go. And so for the relatability factor, I think that's a big part of just sales in general is that phenomenon that goes, oh, you know, Saba's been there. She knows what I'm going through and now she's gotten through it. I want to follow her to get to the next steps of my journey because she knows the way, right? And that's ultimately what leadership is, is it says, hey, Mm-hmm. I know where you've been, but i wanna i wanna show you where to go right i, I i'm gonna I know the way and I wanna help you go the way right so mm-hmm. I that. that's powerful mm-hmm.
1: yeah, absolutely um and yeah, with like phase one and phase two, I always tell people if you know how to do it correctly um and your goal is to get to like six figures within your business, you can easily get there by just doing those two phases now um the third phase, which is basically like the conversion phase. That's if you want to reach like multiple six to seven figures. And that's when you're doing um, conversion events, right? So if it's workshops, master classes, challenges, live trainings, and the strategy that we use is we're doing those every four to six weeks, whether they're live or pre recorded. You know, if you've already done one and you want to run it evergreen, basically that entire model is you're selling one to many. Right. So kind of with your content, you're selling one to one. But when you are providing so much value on the front end, doing an event or a training for a few hours or even over the course of a few days, people really get to know you, who you are, what you do and what you have, have to offer. Right. So at the end, when you do pitch, they're going to want to buy from you. So basically, like the cycle that we go through to really put this into like a machine is we're doing it every four to six weeks of course not every single person that's going to attend is going to buy right away so we implement a follow-up sequence for them to close every one to three months right so if you have this cycle going on every four to six weeks your pipeline is always full because a you're always building that first phase and you're always convert or you're always um, nurturing with that second phase um so Basically you put it in a cycle. Um, I do have a visual, so I wish I could share that with you guys, but just visualize into a cycle of you doing that every four to six weeks. And from there, you can easily get to those, you know, high 50 K months if that's your goal right now.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think conversions is, is a key metric in that because you get to a point where you can't always lead to one-on-one calls. Not every entrepreneur has the time to get on a call one-on-one to everybody. So to sell one to many is key. And one of the things that I like to do in my workshops, which has kind of been a little hack, is do something called butterfly offers. So while you're on your workshop, it's like, hey, how many of you guys would love to be able to get a coaching in this area? Type yes. And so everyone's typing yes in the chat box. And then it's like, great, I'm going to go ahead and drop in a scheduling link. Go ahead and book a time. I can't guarantee that you're going to get a coaching spot, but just go ahead and schedule a time with us first come, first serve. And then you go into the offer and then you continue to sell the main course or thing you were going to sell. And so you get applications and you get course sales at the same time. And that's how I run my workshops um, so that it feeds my sales team. And then it also can make sales as well to generate revenue on those. So there's a lot of ways that you can skin a cat when it comes to your workshops. There's five-day challenges, like you said, virtual events, Mm -hmm. I think are a great way to leverage other people's lists. So talk to us about the, uh, so step one is attraction and content marketing. Step two is promotional events, which you just talked about. Uh, Tell us about partnership and collabs.
1: Yeah. So partnerships and collaborations, honestly, they're extremely powerful Um, So the best way I like to describe it, it's kind of like when you're in the build stage and if you are, you know, speaking on someone else's platform, it's basically doing the same thing, but packaging it up into um, like a training, right? So for an example, let's say you have a specific training that you know you can really, really help another person's audience that you're complimentary to. So for an example, for me, I'm basically a business coach. And I can go do a training for someone, um, and their audience is all you know focused on. I want to learn personal development and mindset, right? So maybe they're really good on the mindset part, but they don't have strategy when it comes to business. I can go in do a collaboration, get leads from them, but then also you know split the sales if I'm selling like a low end course or even with my high end offering program. Um, So doing that, that's been honestly, it it works wonders, especially if you can find the right type of person to do it, do it with. Um, If you're not at the level of, I don't know if I can do like a paid training in front of someone else's audience and do that whole JV partnership, just do an interview similar to what we're doing right now, right? You're going to get exposed to their audience. And once again, if they like you, they love your personality, they like your message, what you have to offer, they're going to come find you anyways. Um, So for me, honestly, like I was doing that before I even understood the process um, when I was like 19, 20, 21 years old. Um, And for me, it was simply just about, I just want to provide value. (laughs) And suddenly I saw people coming into like my website, reading my blog, following me. Um, So I think a lot of people underestimate that portion of it because sometimes they might just get stuck on, all right, let me just send out you know, 10, 10 colon messages. And from there, I'll get like two or three book calls. Right, like right. that works, yeah. that works. But I'm like, stop working harder. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> well, one of the fastest ways to grow is through the speed of trust. Right. And you think about mm-hmm. now more than ever, there's so many content creators coming on to these platforms. They're getting paid by these platforms, Instagram and TikTok to make content, um, YouTube. And so it's like, Would you rather build an audience for the next 10 years of your life, or would you rather collaborate with other people who've spent the last 10 years of their life building content and have them promote you to their audience? That's the fastest way. But then it goes into the question well, how do you break into that? Like, why would they want to promote you if you're brand new? What do you have to offer? Well, I think. To get to that stage, you do need testimonials. You need you need to you need proof that you can convert on that workshop or whatever it is you're offering, right? Um, but then at that point, you're right. It's like finding out what will benefit their audience because the reality is they can't keep selling to that audience, right? So they need other offers to continue to generate partnership revenue. So their their eyes are open for that, and you just have to be the one to show them that you know what's mm-hmm. valuable to their mm-hmm. audience they don't also want their their audience to get involved in something that's not going to be relevant to. so yeah, so yeah that absolutely match,
1: yeah yeah and like i've done i've done like you know trade-offs too where i go in, i do a training and then they come in and do a training for my my clients as well um so yeah there's so many different ways that you can go about it i always say when it comes to marketing there's no right or wrong answer okay. right it's really just finding like the shoe that fits for you but like um, you know, we always look at our numbers on like a monthly and quarterly basis. I want to say close to 50 to 75% of our sales comes from doing like collaborations and interviews, which I find is super crazy because if you do like to be on the front end, you do like to talk and add value to other people. It's like, you're just doing it for fun and making, making money from it as well.
0: hundred percent. That's awesome. I love it. Well, where can people, uh, follow You have a five day challenge that you have. Tell us a little bit about that, and and we're going to drop the link into the description of that. So uh, tell us a little bit more about it, and and, uh, then where can they follow you?
1: Yeah, for sure. So the challenge that I do have right now, it's called the Land Your Next Client Five Days Challenge. So it's basically uh, the entire goal for that challenge is for you to go through the five days and land a real high-ticket client in real time um so it's basically you know five days worth of training every single day you have homework to do in order for you to attract that client um so i'm sure i think you have the details for that so it's free definitely sign up for that um whenever this goes live i don't know when it would be i do have a new challenge coming up so if you guys want to follow me you'll hear all about that challenge and the best place to follow me is probably just on an instagram really active on there i know that's where we got connected to um, so my Instagram is at the Saba Lee. So feel free to connect, follow me, hit me up on there.
0: Perfect. Uh, we'll put that uh, follow tag in the description as well. And uh, Saba, thank you so much for being with us and sharing just some strategies on how to grow. I think that um, you know anybody on here listening should be hitting 10, 20, 30 K months. If not, you need to ask for help because- we are in a connected world. There's no reason you, you should not be making over 10K a month. If you are selling a coaching package, a course, selling content, um, this is just the era of, of to, to do that and to do that fast. You don't have to wait five years or go get a PhD to do this. This is, this is textbook plays uh, that you can follow to get to those goals. So Saba, thanks again um, for, for being with us and go follow her, you guys. And uh, once again, uh, download. If you haven't yet um, rated this show, go ahead and leave a review, leave some comments, give some positive feedback. It helps us rank higher so that we can be able to reach more entrepreneurs. And uh, leave us that six star rating. I think you can only do five stars, but leave us. Leave us. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. See you guys in the next episode.